Hello, Cubs fans. Gosh, get fired up over that intro music. We have intro music. This is your first time here. This is the Wrigley Rapports podcast. You can find us on medium.com slash the dash Wrigley dash Rapport, R-A-P-P-O-R-T. This is Big Cynical Ben is your host. You can find me on Twitter at Wrigley Podcast. Live streaming the games, silly polls, funny memes, the works. We're a full service show here. Let's get all the nooks and crannies of your free time and give you a little enjoyment while watching that horrible stinker of a game yesterday. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I get cultural, I get political. Uh, not all Cubs all the time. You can follow me at Big Ben KC. But okay, let's get down to business. Ain't no sugarcoating this. No sugarcoating this one. This was a stinker. A bona fide, horrid game to watch. Tyler Chatwood, the fifth guy in the elite rotation that was built to dominate Major League Baseball, was, according to ESPN statistics... The first Cubs pitcher to walk five or more in six different starts since the year of our Lord, 2007. And if you can remember the year of 2007, then you kind of get a feel for how horrible this guy has been. Tyler Chatwood, two Tommy John surgeries, brought in by Theo to be the guy to sum up the rotation. And he threw two and two-thirds innings yesterday. Four hits, four runs, and six walks. Six walks! So far this year, he's had a little over 40 innings. He's had 45 strikeouts and 40 walks. Let's take a look at that. That's almost a one-to-one ratio of strikeouts to walks. But he's had two Tommy John surgeries. Yes, yes, he has had two Tommy John surgeries, which is why we took a flyer on him. Would appear as though after Tommy John surgeries, stamina problems, speed problems, and yes, command problems. If you're going to come back after a Tommy John surgery, the one thing people do not expect anymore is stamina. Especially not speed on your pitches. But if you cannot control your pitches, why are you here? You can't reach back and throw a 95 mile an hour fastball. You can't do it. Two Tommy Johns. So if you can't locate your curveball, if you can't locate the changeup, why are you sitting in a Cubs uniform in the bullpen? Seriously. What are you warming up for? Can you hit the pitch, the catcher's glove as a pitcher, or can you not? Because if you can't, plenty of space out in the bleachers you could be taken up at this point. You have to have command after Tommy Johns. That is your only redeeming quality. But against the Braves last outing, he only gave up two walks. Yes. Why is that? Walks are not solely 
put on at the feet of the pitcher. The batter has to not swing at pitches outside the strike zone. As a coach, you see the catchers call a game to where they paint the corners and then have some challenge pitches. But if you're going to work with a guy who does not have the speed to do challenge pitches, then you work on the edges and the corners, up and down. You change level. You just go inside, outside with the pitches. You always work around the edges. You never go down the middle. And you never go way outside unless he's a, you got a guy down to 0 2. So what exactly was Chatwood doing yesterday? He wasn't hitting his spots. He wasn't hitting the corners. That's painfully obvious to anybody who watched the first two and two-thirds innings of that game. I didn't even get home from work until after the fifth inning had started. I turned on the TV. And it felt like SpongeBob getting blown out the door when he opened it up. I put that meme on there yesterday. Because that's what it felt like. The, the doors have already been blown off and it's the fifth inning. And I'm standing here with with my peanuts in one hand and my Coke in the other hand. And I'm, my jaw's dropping as the TV's coming on. Ten to nothing? Oh, don't worry. It gets better. So last year, Brett Anderson, if anybody can remember back that far, was Theo Epstein's choice to come in and work Number five spot in the rotation. Behind John Lackey. The reason why you might not remember Brett Anderson is because he was a cast-off from a few other teams. Most notably, the Dodgers, I'm pretty sure. I'm, we're freestyling a little bit. I don't have my notes in front of me. But he had some bona fides as a, as a command guy who could hit the corners. Kind of like people expected Chatwood to be. Bringing him in as the fifth starter this year. But Anderson didn't even make it past the All-Star break in a Cubs uniform. Dude was DFA'd. And with good reason. Because he couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. And if he did, it was belted into the third row in the right field bleachers. So why do we keep missing on these guys? Theo's looking for people who are low cost to sum up the rotation. You can see it in the guys he picked last year. You can see it in him keeping John Lackey on this rotation last year. The guy who would throw 91 mile an hour challenge fastballs down the heart of the plate. Yeah, that John Lackey in a Cubs uniform through the end of last year. It was the guy who gave up the runs and Game two of the NLCS to the Dodgers. That was the nail coffin for the Cubs. Gave it up. Not a good pitcher. Oh, he did innings though. By Jove. John Lackey will go out there and eat you some innings, boy. Well, what do we need on the Cubs right now is not a guy who can eat innings. We need a guy who can hit his spots. These guys are all have one thing in common. Anderson, Lackey, Chatwood. They're defense-dependent pitchers. There you go. What does it come back to? It always comes back to defense. The Cubs infield is set up with elite defense. Elite. It is elite 
in its potential. Whether or not the performances to the elite level remains completely in the hands of the infielders and their ability to focus on any given day. You saw it in the end of the season and the roll down to the playoffs. We tightened up after the championship hangover killed us into the All-Star break. Not a single cup made it onto the All-Star team last year who had won a ring with the team. Not a single cup with the ring on his finger made it to the All-Star team because that ring was heavy. The ring is heavy on you. You don't focus. You don't bear down. Until it's really time for the Cubs to turn it on. And then they turn it on. And I think a lot of people are waiting for the same thing this year. As long as we hover within two or three games of first place in the division. Everybody's just waiting around for the Cubs to turn it on at the end of the season. Become the defensive team that we all know we have the potential to be. Down the stretch. To pull into first to wipe away the other teams in this division to go to the playoffs and miss the one-game play-in. That's what we're waiting for. So Theo built his number five starters, number four and five starter last year over the idea that we were an elite defense. Well, we have been playing that elite. Surprise! In case anybody's missed any games, there have been quite a few errors. We are in the top five in errors in the league. You're welcome. I posted a stat last night. We're also number one in another statistic, which we don't want to be any part of. We're number one in runners left on base. We are numero uno. Everybody can take solace. In fact, in the last couple weeks, we are above and beyond the number one team for runners left on base. We can start getting hits and pack the base pads full of blue pinstripes when it comes to getting them across the plates we are sorely inept it's like we have all of the focus in the world to play small ball until there's a runner that can cross the plate on second or third and then somehow we revert to the home run swing that ends up striking out grounding out or pop fly not deep enough to bring the guy home from third Javi Baez tripled. He didn't quit yesterday, and he's got a ridiculous swing, but here's Javi Baez in the late innings, and he hits a triple. Boom! Third base. Only problem. Two outs. Next batter. Ends the inning. Oh, look! The Cubs have a runner in scoring position. And it's gone. All these problems are building up. Solutions to these problems are not so easy. Anderson got DFA'd last year. Lackey was a, a, a subpar pitcher the whole time. He was an innings eater who somehow found his way onto the playoff roster and was put into the game against the Dodgers to give up the game and therefore the series. What a difference it would have been if the Cubs would have won game two in the NLCS last year if we had had another pitcher to put in who didn't give up the farm to the Dodgers. Tyler Chatwood gave up two walks to the Braves because the Braves swing at bad pitches. He gave up six walks to the Indians because the Indians don't swing at bad pitches. When you pitch against a decent team who has good eyes on a good strike zone awareness, 
You've got to hit the corners. Because these guys are not going to swing at your crap. Why are we throwing Tyler Chowwood out there if he can't hit the broad side of a barn? If he can't hit the glove stuck up for him by the catcher? It's not a good sign. Tyler Chatwood's walks bite him in the butt yesterday. And on top of that, his replacement, if he's DFA'd tomorrow, which he should be, or at least in on the DL, get his head right. Good God, man. Is Monty. He sent Montgomery in there. We saw what he did yesterday. Then he turns around and gives up six runs. So what do you do? Who's your fifth starter? In this elite rotation, who's running anchor? I want to know because there ain't nobody on this roster that's got that ability right now. Who's got the head on his shoulders? We have nobody. Last year, the whipping boy was Anderson, and then Anderson got dropped, so the whipping boy became Lackey because Lackey was not a good pitcher. He had ceased being a good pitcher when we got him after the 2015 season. He played his part. I'm not going to say he didn't play his part, but he was not the guy I wanted out there in late innings against the Dodgers in the playoffs. And yes, you dadgum right, I'm going to carry that with me as a grudge. Because that's when Madden's patience failed us. You don't have patience with a guy to playoffs in a critical game too in Los Angeles. You don't. Not the time. Tyler Chatwood, not the time to have patience. You throw him back down there to Iowa for all I care. Guy has got to get his head on his shoulders and stop waiting for bad batters to bail him out. Dude's a cancer on an elite rotation, and the defense cannot bail him out. And those are the facts. Uh, people can bring up statistics, his BABIP, his K per nine ratio, his his hit to fly, his home run to fly ball ratio, doesn't matter. We're playing in a bandbox like Wrigley Field, or if we're playing in a wide expanse of Petco Park. Either way, he has given up base runners and he has given up runs that we do not have the ability to recoup with our spotty offense. And those are the facts. Where's the solution? I don't know. I'm hoping Monty comes through. Everybody pegged him for a swing starter. But like all young kids, when he's pitching from behind and the pressure's on, he crumbles. If we keep pressure off Monty and give him a clean start, maybe that'll change. But for now, I don't see Monty as being the fifth guy who's going to be the swing starter in the playoffs. Yeah, he was the last pitcher in Game 7, but that was out of necessity. It wasn't because anybody saw him being the guy, okay? Heck, the guy everybody, the, the guy who everybody thought was supposed to come in and, and pitch Magic gave up the home run in the 8th inning to, to tie up the game. So, Theo's got an eye for offensive players, and he's got an eye for swinging the big fish from other organizations that go into free agency. But dude cannot find a number five starter to save his life. He cannot go, he, he, he can go into Sotheby's, you know, and get the best of the best for solid money. But if he's got to go to Walmart and round out this rotation, dude's a miss and a miss and a miss. Next thing we know, Mike Leake's going to be on this team, I swear to God.
And on that note, the Cubs got another game tonight against the Indians. 7.05 first pitch central time. It's the last, the fourth game of the four-game season series. It'd be nice if we could get a win and split the series because let me tell you what, the Indians are a good team. I don't care what anybody else says about them. They have solid hitters and they have solid pitching. Their bullpen's questionable, but I can tell you one thing for sure. It's better than our bullpen. Right now, the Indians have a better bullpen than we do, and their bullpen ain't great. Right? Miller came in, gave up the home run to Ian Happ. And everybody's like, wow, Ian Happ. He was on last night, boy. I seriously doubt that if there was pressure in the situation, the pitcher would have grooved him the fastball. I seriously doubt it. They were just trying to get the game over at one point. They didn't care if they had a shutout or not because at that point in the game, it doesn't really matter if you have a shutout or not. So what? Indians were looking for a shutout. They were just trying to coast to a win, getting their pitchers work. Ian Happ is not back. Dude's got to get a better feel for the strike zone to quit striking out so much. Hashtag strikeout artist. Sorry I don't have a lot of jokes today, but after a stinker like that one, after re-watching it, poor Contreras back there trying to frame those pitches outside the strike zone, all the hits, the three-run shot, we can do. We got to do better, boys. Pitching's got to do better. The defense has got to make this crappy pitching at least average. Because if the young kids get down early, then their heads are out of the game. And everybody's focused on, you know, where are you going to go eat after the game? This, this travesty of a game is over. If you haven't heard, Wrigley Report finally has a sponsor. WrigleyvilleSports.com, the Wrigleyville Sports Shop right across the street from Wrigley Field in Chicago, Illinois. You can find them online at WrigleyvilleSports.com. they got a special going on right now for Mother's Day and Father's Day and Memorial Day. Promo code PARENTS2018. You can get 10% off an order is less than $100. Or if you purchase goes over $100, you get 15% off and they throw in free shipping. So use the promo code PARENTS2018 WrigleyvilleSports.com right across the street from Wrigley Field. I shop there. Find some great stuff. You should shop there too. And I guess that'll be all for me today. You can find the Wrigley Rapport at medium.com slash the dash Wrigley dash Rapport. You can find us on Twitter at Wrigley Rapport. You can find this podcast on Twitter at Wrigley Podcast. As Big Cynical Ben. You can find me at Big Ben KC. And we hope to see you again tomorrow. Until then, let's go Cubs.